and you need his help. When you slept from January to December, you had no idea the arrows that were shot at you. When you were deep in sleep, the enemy was deep in action. But your God covered you. He kept you. Protected you. Kept you on the way. appreciate what we have. Let me give you the definition for appreciation in five minutes, then I'll go to the message. Appreciate, to appreciate is to recognize and enjoy the good qualities of someone or something. Amen? Some of you are in companies that the only thing you can speak about is the negative side. You have wives, you see only their weakness. You have husbands. You don't see the good side. But appreciation is to recognize and enjoy the good side of things. It is a feeling. A feeling. Some say a feeling. It's a feeling or an expression. Acknowledging and admiring. Yeah, the anointing you don't admire, it cannot impact on you. The husband you don't admire cannot love you. The wife you don't admire. You need to admire your wife. You have to look at her and feel lustful. 
You must admire your husband. So, the, what you don't admire, you cannot appreciate. Because you need to see in order to appreciate. Are you here? Other words for appreciation is to value. Say value. Say value. Yeah, you need to value things in your life. I value my children. I value this church. So whatever I will do as a servant in this church for it to grow, I do. Because I've come to realize that your life is driven by the wheels of the altar you are connected to. You must value things in your life. To appreciate means to respect. To respect. Yeah. As Ghanaians, we don't respect anything. You go on social media, you see people insulting their presidents. Yeah. Young people. 20 something years, you are insulting a 70 something year president. What have you achieved? What do you know? Go and check his CV, go and check his experiences. I don't care your political background or whatever, but the two parties are corporates. You don't have anything in life, you are insulting president. If he decides not to be president today, his grandchildren will never be hungry. Eh? His great great grandfather, father, have never been poor. You won't think about yourself. <laughs> Young person, 35 years, degree poor, you don't have. You are on social media insulting the president. What you devalue, you can never become. That thing is an office, not a person. Yeah. We don't appreciate anything as a people. So no government can satisfy us. Yeah. But you see, if you look at a system and you appreciate it, even the negatives will look beautiful in your eyes. There are some prayers you are praying. Eh? If you are a grateful person, those prayers will never be prayed, but they will be answered. What I've realized is that the more you appreciate somebody, the more the person wants to do more for you. We don't prize, we don't put price on anything. You see people come to church, they chew chewing gum and stick on the seats. We don't value anything. We don't value anything as people, as a people. You see people insulting their pastors, insulting their wives. How can you insult your wife? I don't understand. It's like you are standing there and insulting yourself. That's when you insult your wife, you are insulting yourself. <laughs> so if you are saying your wife is foolish, a wife is a reflection of the wisdom of the husband. Hey. That is a punchline. It's a mega. 
It's you, you are standing there, you are insulting yourself. We don't appreciate nothing. Nothing. Look at some of you don't even appreciate this church. What you for free, minister, new kind. When he started singing, some of you were not born. For free, he enters, ministers to you for free. And yet, some of you will never appreciate anything about this church. Oh, I have a I see nice people. Very soon they will take you for a lion in a bush. <laughs> that church. The way to that church. Sitting here for free, new guy. You know, new guy. We don't cherish, we don't treasure. To admire is to appreciate, to regard, to regard, to esteem, to be grateful, to be grateful. I listened to a pastor, he said that God's blessings are not only provoked in prayer. The African think that God's blessing is provoked in prayer alone. If a Muslim drives cautiously and sensibly, he will move from his house in safety to workplace. If a Christian drives carelessly unwisely, he would die in an accident. The principles of God releases the blessings of God. So if you appreciate the things around you, you realize that your life will be far better. So you think that you are, you are honoring somebody, but you don't know that in essence, you are pushing your life into the realm of honor. Because what you do to others, others will also do to you. So when you honor somebody, when you appreciate somebody, when you respect somebody, you have commanded respect on yourself. We bless God because he has blessed us. I thought you were clapping. And these are things that people can go to church over and over again and never know. The more you bless people, the more you position yourself to also be blessed. The more you care for people, the more you position yourself to be cared for. And one day when you are in trouble because of the seed you have sown, somebody somewhere will reach out to you. I pray for you that your heart will be infused with the spirit of appreciation. Somebody give the Lord a mighty clap in the house. Indebtedness. To be appreciative means to be in indebtedness to somebody. You are indebted to people. Whether you like it or not, there are some people you owe them for life. Yes, you owe them for life. Anyone that led you to Christ, you owe the person for life. Anyone that opens a door for you, a door of employment, a door of favor, a door of marriage, you are indebted to your in-laws. Yeah. Yeah. 
So you cannot speak against your in-laws. Oh, pastor, some in-laws are wicked. I don't care. They brought you to a realm of a missus or a mister. You are indebted to people who helped you when you were nobody. Now you may have more than them, but you owe them for life. You owe your father for life. You owe your mother for life. Be careful how you speak to your parents. Yeah. The fact that now you have the power of independence doesn't mean that you can shout, hey, on your parents. Lewin will say, how dare you? <laughs> now you can drive your car on the compound. So when they are talking to you, you speak to them like house girl. No. We must appreciate things. We must respect things. You must honor things. We must admire things. You must admire your church. You must admire your pastor. You must admire your relative. You must admire your hometown. Stop saying you stay. I stay. Where do you say? I stay on the Spentes Road. (laughs) Meanwhile, you... You see, you see, when you are coming, you branch a barrier and you go on, then you turn some place. Then you enter behind your house, your house is behind the Tessie shrine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your house is two buildings away from the Tessie KVIP. Yeah. But when you go to work, and where do you stay? I stay on the Spring Test Road. You must acknowledge you are obligated to some people. That is to appreciate. The opposite of appreciation is to criticize. Whatever you criticize, you don't appreciate. Whatever you criticize, you don't appreciate. Yeah. Whatever you decrease in value, you don't appreciate. Maybe you are doing something and I'll say, hey Ben, tell Ohene to see me tomorrow. And Ohene doesn't come. You have dishonored the call. That means you don't appreciate your pastor. Yeah. Whatever you decrease, John the Baptist said that I will decrease for him to do what? He esteemed Christ more than himself. We must learn to appreciate people do you know the number of demons the hands of your pastor has been able to cast out of you from January to now? Every lay of hand. Because when you lay hands on somebody, virtue leaves you. Yeah. So it deposits into you. It's like you put salt in soup. It will have an effect. You don't know how many times your mother has prayed for you. Now you're a prayer warrior. But when you were a child, could you pray for yourself? Today you have beer, you have the deep voice, and everybody's causing you, uh, calling apostle, apostle, apostle. So you, 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 you think you are now more powerful than your mother. You are lying. 
They're lying. Because a five-year-old driver can never be experienced than a 35-year-old driver. So this was the line of preaching in the gospel service. I'm going to give you your own in 20 minutes. Amen. Oh, it was just 10 minutes, Anna. I said, I'm trying. So don't mark me too. I'm trying. Me, I preach for one and a half hours. Then I know that I'll finish laying my eggs. <laughs> but this one I'll try. I'm telling you. If you cannot notice what God has done in your life, you can never see what he can do in your life. Many people have prayers not answered because they didn't pray well. You can shout, you can scream, you can be fervent in prayer and it's a useless prayer. God can't pick it and use it. You must command divine attention for your prayers. Before your prayer will be picked up and processed, you must learn how to command divine attention. And I love the Nigerians for that. They know how to get the attention of God on their prayers. Yeah. You have to know how to thank God excessively. We complain excessively. We pray excessively. But we thank God little. So we see it in our prayer life. When you wake up at dawn, you don't think that you can thank God for 40 minutes. But you think you can do warfare for 40 minutes. Hello? So if you have 10 minutes of prayer, you see the person saying, Father, I give you prayer, I give you glory, I give you glory. I pray in the name of Jesus. That's, that's the main thing. No. You must learn to attract divine attention. And one of the ways to attract divine attention is to walk in gratitude towards God. Yeah. Is to walk in what? Gratitude towards God. Be a grateful child of God. Psalm 100 verse 4. Enter into his gate with thanksgiving. And into his courts with praise. So you cannot enter into the, the, the court of God without thanksgiving and praise. And in the court, what happens? Decisions are taken. Prayer requests are received. Petitions are received. So you enter into God's court with, without praises and thanksgiving. You are not considered serious. You have not taken, you have not been taken notice of. Because those who are giving attention are those who came praising and thanking God. It is not. A logical reasoning because you don't go to court to eat, do you? Hello? You go to court when you have a problem. And the Bible is saying that when you have a problem, thank God and praise him as though there is no problem. Hello? But we do the opposite. We want everybody to see that we are in problem. No thanksgiving. In your pain, even if you cry, 
God say thank God. Hello? Sing worship unto him. Sing praises to him. You can't enter into the court without thanksgiving and praise. That is why some prayers have not been answered, Prince. Because it doesn't, does, the seal, there's no, when you go to court and going to read, read the wheel, there must be the candle seal on it. That's when they take that wheel serious. Any wheel there that has no candle seal, they don't have the right to open it. Your prayer request has no candle seal of thanksgiving and praise. That is why we instituted the culture that when you come to church doing praise and worship, drop a thanksgiving offering in an envelope on the altar. It's a strategic and prophetic direction to keep you in a certain position to receive every blessing that comes in the service. I thought you were clapping. Until we learn how to thank God, our thanks will never be filled with his blessings. Your life will be dry of God's blessings if you don't know how to be grateful to him. You don't sing when we are singing. You don't dance when we are dancing. You don't give when we are giving. You are so cold to God in church and outside church. There is nothing grateful. Come, no, when Jesus healed the ten lepers, only one returned. Only one. How can you handle, how you handle the last miracle will determine whether God will give you another. You are not clapping. The secret of David that preserved his life is that he was a man that knew how to praise God. When the king was praising, he danced, it was left with his boxer shorts. And his wife despised him. Some of us are too big to even dance to God. We think it's for children. No, David was a king. He was a king. And those times, not this time, king. No, 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 no. no. He was a king. And he danced because he saw the act of God. God must excite us. Not beats. Not lights. But the thoughts of God. God must provoke us into dancing. In that mood, you don't care who is singing. You don't care how the sound is coming because your heart is set on the goodness of the Lord. I pray that this church will be known as a church that is very grateful unto God. I thought you say a big amen. In the name of Jesus. We have so many people who are always murmuring but never thank God. And I pray that as I end this message, you will be a man and a woman who appreciate things. Yeah. Who appreciate. When the choir finishes ministry, you don't clap for them. Yeah. I went, one of the churches I go that I'm always happy is one of the ICGC churches. When the choir is ministering, it's like they are taking offering. It's like they are taking offering. You see the members dropping offering. Then I could see that the choir would be singing more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You won't sing along. You won't clap. You'll be watching them like this. 
what is that? <laughs> you won't dance alone. You won't give. The band is playing. Excitement. You won't dance because it's gospel. If they started beating Shatawale beat right now, you say you got a uh, you are you are not born again. You are, you are not born again. <laughs> you are not born again. You are not born. Let's learn to appreciate people who serve in the house of God. Somebody leads a prayer, you clap. Pastor is preaching, you clap, you shout, you'll be excited, you'll be writing. Somebody comes to you know what it means to stand here to do solo. You alone know. No backer. You are your own backer. You are your own lead singer. You are your own conductor. Then somebody will finish singing. Then the best you can do is. We will give you the mic one of these days. And we'll be looking to your face like that. Give the Lord the mighty clap of friend. The way some of you are looking into my face, eh? I have not moved crowd. <laughs> the truth is that I'm now about to preach to you your message. Amen. Luke chapter 17, verse 11 to 19. Are you being blessed? Yeah. yeah. When you learn to appreciate people around you, eh, you'll be better. You'll be better. If you appreciate Ghana, you don't know how peaceful Ghana is until you go to a certain country and you come back. Yeah. When you are coming back, eh, then you realize that, hey! <laughs> you go to some countries and come back. You see that when they are talking on the radio, you will keep quiet. You just be quiet. Ghana, you can do such a service and close 11. Some country, evening services close at 5 p.m. Yeah. Evening service, 5 p.m. Because if you stay beyond 7, 8, you can be kidnapped. And it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. Verse 15. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorify God. This Bible is just underlined with a loud voice, glorify God. Verse 16. And fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. Verse 17. And Jesus, please watch from here, a very emotional Jesus speaking. Emotional Jesus. Look, if somebody does you good and you don't return to thank him, eh, they become emotionally bitter and worried against you. Listen to Jesus. Jesus who? So I'm going to change my voice so that you understand. And Jesus said, answering and said, were there not ten cleans? <laughs> it was a question, so it's not, were they not, no. 
Were there not ten cleans? But where are they? Where, where are there nine? Where are they? They, they are not found that return to give glory to God. Save this stranger. The next verse. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith has made thee whole. Some nuggets of wisdom. Number one. Our levels in life are never the same. Our levels in life is never the same. We see it in verse 12. Verse 12. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten lepers that were lepers. Ten men that were lepers. We stood afar. Some, were, some people were following him. They were not lepers. But he met another group who were lepers. When you come to church... The neighbor seated by you, your level is never the same as him. The people who were following Jesus, they never cried to Jesus to heal him, to heal them of their lepers. They were cool because they, their skin was fresh. You come to church, they say pray, you won't pray because the neighbor by you is doing you won't pray. We are worshiping because the neighbor is standing. That neighbor is fine. <laughs> all he's doing is admiring his maker for all the blessings he has given him. <laughs> so he's standing there admiring you. <laughs> Even electricity bill, you have been darkness for three days. That person has, he doesn't buy petrol. He doesn't buy car. He doesn't buy electricity. <laughs> His children's fees are paid. He's even better traveling. When you see his passport, license seven, put together, powerful. You. Transport from here to Kumase to go and see your beloved's parents is a warfare. In life, our levels are not the same. Therefore, we must connect to God at our level. According to the need in your life, you position yourself to receive from the Lord. If I have to build, I won't go and see a medical doctor. I won't go to a hospital if I have to build. I will go and look for an architect, a building firm. So don't come to church and Behave anyhow because you see your neighbor be. Your neighbor must be too excited because some money hit his account. So he just misbehaving around. So if you go and follow him and you lose focus when your master is passing, you go back with your leprosy. If they were standing there, they had eyes, but they had leprosy. You can be here, your health is good, but you are broke. But in God, all those problems can be solved. You just need to focus and take that which you need. Number two, your condition can deny you your position in life. Yeah. Your condition can deny you your position. They were standing afar off. Yeah. When people were following Jesus, these lepers there, they were standing far. 
If you don't battle and kick out that condition in your life, eh, it can take you far away from where you should be. If you don't deal with that iniquity, it can take you far away. If you don't deal with that bad behavior, it can take you far away. If you don't treat yourself with the word of God, your real position in God can never manifest. That is why you don't just come to church and be happy. You must come to church for the word of God to work on you and change you. Because if you don't change to conform to his will, you can never enjoy the fullness of his blessing. Your condition must not deny you your position. You must fight it. They called the man blind Bartimaeus because he was blind. It became part of his personality. These lepers, people were near Jesus, but they were standing far away. I pray that your condition today will not deny you your position of honor. Your amen is not strong. In the name of Jesus. Number three, divine intervention is catalyzed by human agents. Divine interventions are catalyzed by human agents. The other time I heard Archbishop preach, he said, people say, oh, the, I, I, the, the only person I need in life is God. I don't need anybody. It's all God. If God is on my side, when God is going to work a miracle for you, he will use human beings. If the Bible says, if God is on your side, who can be against? Can I explain to you? Okay. House of God. Word of God. Men of God, principles of God, blessings of God. So if God is for you, it means that if all these systems are working for you and you are planted in them, no system of the wicked can overcome you. So if the Bible says if God is for you, it doesn't mean you don't need any human being in life. It's pride. It's the language of arrogance and haughtiness. Yes. Sometimes you can prophesy, Roland, you are going to be a great person. Do you know what can bring out the greatness in you? You are a doctor. A sick person may come to the hospital. Maybe that is the mother eh, of the president. But you don't know. And because of the discipline of commitment to your professionalism, God anoints you to treat that woman. Your life may never be the same again. But who will God use? The president. Say, I want this guy on my medical team. My sister will share bread for life. God will never appear and open a door for you. The day you see God, you will die. God will always use human agents. Human beings, authorities in your life. Jesus told them, go and show yourself to the priest. He didn't lay hands on them. So it means that the lepers, they needed Jesus. Jesus is referred to the son of God and also the son of man. So you need man. You need a son of man who will direct you to a son of man. And in their oppression, you have your divine intervention. 
so? If you don't appreciate the people around you, you can die before your time. Your house help can give you one information. It will save the whole family. Yeah. The gate man can give one information. It will save the whole family. You must regard people in your life. No matter how tiny and how unimportant they are. Hallelujah. Please, when I'm preaching, no talking. Amen. When we are preaching the word, no talking. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. God will change your life by using others to minister to you. If God doesn't use people, then he doesn't need to create people on earth. God needed somebody to die for mankind. He couldn't die for himself. Jesus had to come in the form of a man. I pray that you will see people as your destiny helpers. They will not come with that identity, but regard people. Number four, proper recognition of your helpers in life will save you from many shames in life. For them to call Jesus master, it means that they recognize the man that he can help them out of their leprosy. Leprosy was a sign of shame. That is why they were not allowed to come into the church. If you are leprous, you don't go to church. You don't go to the market. You don't go where people are gathered. It was a shameful thing to have leprosy. But because they recognize, there are some people, they are so unwise that you can open a door for them today. Because of the comfort in that door you open, they forget you. Hmm. But they don't know that the brook can dry. And when it dries up, you need another widow to give you bread and water to take. Yeah. Some of us have forgotten some people who once helped you. Yeah. We have to recognize the ladders we stood on to get to where we are today. If you don't, you are an ungrateful person. When you read Revelations, one of the group of people who will go to hell are ungrateful people. Mm. Time is not on my side. Number five, until you are seen, you can't be helped. Until you are seen, you can't be helped. Until you are seen. In the verse 14, in the verse 14, the Bible said, and when he saw them, you see, your helpers must see you. So you see last year's declaration, I said any mountain surrounding your life that your helpers cannot see you, we commanded them to do what? To disappear. Until you are seen. When the king needed somebody to play and have in the palace, and then they were looking for David, one of his advisors has seen David in the bush. May your helpers see you. I said, may your helpers see you. I said, may your helpers see you. Whatever evil tapolin is covering your life, I declare it removed in the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. And I says, the network of authorities in your life secures a glorious future for you. The network of authorities in your life you must have authorities in your life. 
You must have human authorities in your life. It secures you. It secures a destiny for you. Hallelujah. Because of time, it's in the verse 14. Don't joke with authority figures in your life. Don't joke with them. Don't take them lightly at all. Have a high regard for them. Have a great respect for them. Put them at a... Don't treat everybody the same. Yeah. Don't treat everybody the same. Wives, don't treat your husband like the way you treat other men. No. Women, don't treat your husbands like the way you treat other men. No. They are people you must put in high regard. Very high regard. Very high regard. You cannot be talking to your friend and your biological father is calling you and you put your father on hold. Something is wrong with you. You must put your friend on hold and pick your father's call. These things are disappearing in society. If you learn these principles, eh, life will be far better than you see today. You must have regard for people who matter in your life. Appreciate them. Honor them. Honor is not just buying something for them. Some of us, that's all we think about. Oh, as I've gone to sow seed in pastor's life and I've honored him. No. Money is the last item in the sequence of honor. You can give money to me and insult me and disrespect me and dishonor me. Yeah. Some of you see it as a burden to even send things to your parents during Christmas. Hey, Christmas boy, you're a When you look at the list of people you must honor, it's like one friend said, oh, uh, Pastor Prince, uh, from 1st December, I am a Jehovah Witness. When we enter into January, I, 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 I come back. I'm a Jehovah Witness. So, Omundi Christmas. Mm. You must learn to honor people. Respect them. Appreciate them. Give the Lord a clap of friend. Oh, you have to clap better. Number eight. Number seven. Obedience provoke good news. Obedience. When they obey to go to see their pastors. When they obey to go to see the priests. They saw their healing. Our problem is not that we don't know how to pray. Our problem is that we easily disobey God. That is our problem. We easily disobey God. If you can obey, most of your blessing is not in your prayer. It's in obedience to God's word. In obedience to God's word. So if every Sunday you hear me preach, every Tuesday you hear me preach, and you take the word, and you obey it. Jesus didn't lay hands. Some of you, some of you if you were a leper, you would have been standing there. That moment, if you held Jesus' garment, it won't work. Hello? If they had held Jesus' garment, no anointing will come. Because the instruction is that go and show yourself to the priest. To obey. 
is better than sacrifice. Yeah. To obey. So if you obey God more, Oga, the more you obey God, the more you are an obedient child of God, the more you'll be blessed. Yeah. You'll be blessed. Fervency in prayer, in disobedience, is cause 90. You won't go anywhere. Because you cannot use prayer to bribe God. God says, go and see the priest. You must go. So, may you become an obedient child of God. Your amen is not strong. Number eight. What change have you seen in your life since you obeyed God this year? Since you started obeying, what change? What I mean is, what blessings have you seen in your life? Some of you this year, you got married. Some of you this year, for the first time, you traveled outside the country. Some of you this year, you saw a promotion at work. Some of you this year, you bought a new car. Some of you this year, you started enjoying God. Some of you this year, you enjoy some favors. God is aware of everything he has done for you. Yes, God is aware. God knows everything he has pumped into our lives. He has taken notice. And you must also take notice. Else it will cost you. I thought you were clapping. In the verse 15, he said, and one of them, when he saw, when he saw that he was he, what have you seen? Hello, are you here? What, what have you seen in your life? You, maybe you started a new course, master's. Maybe you graduated master's. Mostly you have graduated last year. You are not a master's student. Or whatever. This time you add master's to your CV. God knows that he has made you a master's holder. Some of you were not pregnant. This year you have, you have even delivered. God knows he gave you a child. Are you here? Are you here? Are you enjoying the message? Yeah. You must intentionally take notice of good things that happen to you. Intentionally. And as a church, we take intentional notice of what God began in the month of February. And we give him all the glory. I thought you are clapping. <laughs> Number nine, appreciation is intentional. I love that statement. Appreciation is intentional. Decide to appreciate somebody. Decide to appreciate somebody. Decide to honor somebody. It's intentional. In the verse 15, the Bible said, when he saw that he was healed, he turned back towards Jesus. There are some people, you have to turn back to them. Yes, you have to go to them and thank them. Don't be too big. Because God used them to bring you where you are. Whether you honor them, you don't honor them. God knows the record. Yeah. You have to turn back and go to them and honor them. Appreciate them. And I said appreciation is not an event. So you go there, you go and you give some plenty hampers and you, and you are gone. Yeah. Appreciation is beyond that. See, I'm waiting for pastors' appreciation. I'm sure when I, when I said, oh, this man was an amount of appreciation. No, you had, you didn't hear appreciation. You had pastors' appreciation. Shame. Yeah. You didn't, you, you didn't hear appreciation, no. 
it sounded like pastor's appreciation. I won't do it today, I won't do it tomorrow. Yeah. It's a spirit. Event or no event, those who are grateful are known. You don't wait for your father's birthday or your mother's birthday before you buy things for them. Now we don't chew chicken only on Christmas Day. You have chewed it all throughout the year. <laughs> honor people. Let their honor be in your heart. Honor them in your words. Honor them. Let them. Some of you, eh, when I come for your event, the way you treat me, you just dishonor me. They don't even have seat, have seat for you. Mm, they, when you come, then they will now do arrangement. Oh, the pastor never know. You've, you've, you've dishonored your pastor. Yeah. A lot of you are here to do things, so I'm telling you. You must leave. You must, you must ask, Pastor, are you coming alone or you are coming with mommy? Are you coming with Amor You have to make provision. It's intentional. You don't let your relative toss toss your pastor around and you are happy. Oh, so that day your unbelieving uncle is your special guest of honor. After that event, he will lay hands on you. <laughs> if the Lord Almighty clap up for <laughs> He will preach to you every Sunday. You wait for him to go and do the palm one tap and when he comes, he come and give you communion. He preach to you must honor people. Honor your husbands. Honor your wives. Honor them. Yeah, honor them. Because familiarity can kill honor. Yeah, family, you are too familiar. You have to wake up some morning, look at your wife, kiss her, and thank her for marrying you. You singles, what are you clapping for? Why is it all born and say? Why engagement? That? The married people were processing it. You, you are clapping. Give the Lord Almighty clap of it. They, they were now thinking about it. Hey, Pastor, what, what, what can Zemba? They will have been insulting my wife. I have to stop her. Uh, you, you are clapping. The tenth one, <laughs> gratitude must be boldly expressed. Boldly. Whatever people will say, you don't care. Because you know what that person has done for you. You don't care. Yeah, gratitude. People can watch. People can watch. People can look at you. You don't care. Your mother may be in wheelchair. You don't care. Your wife may be in wheelchair. You don't care. Because some of you, had it not been for your wives, you would not be where you are. Must honor people openly. Jesus was honored by God openly. The heavens opened and God spoke. John the Baptist was there. God never opened the heavens on him. You don't treat everybody the same, you treat people fairly. Are you here? You treat people fairly. You don't give more money to your best friend than your wife. The dress you have not bought for your wife, you don't have the right to buy for a best friend. 
Are you here? Yeah. I won't come and give you more money than I give to my wife. Forget it. If I give you thousand, it means my wife has taken ten thousand. Because do you know something? Lucy, if like your sister is doing wedding today, you won't come to church. You won't come. Family first. I'm gone. <laughs> you come. Family first. Oh, Pastor, we are going for an uncle. We are going for an aunties. I can't kill myself. You must honor the people that matter in your life. <laughs> I can't kill myself. <laughs> I'm sure you will, it's the video you have remembered. It's not, give the Lord a mighty clap of friend. Yeah, you must honor people. You must appreciate people very close to you. Because they will determine, if, I, if your enemy wants to kill you, a boy be bekawa. No frantama. <laughs> so if you feed the abuano well, no. On kawo. I know be dear gross. But obey this canoe from your enemies. That will keep you. Give the Lord a mighty clap of her. The act 11, the art of God must provoke worship in us. Don't worry, I'm ending in three minutes. The art of God must provoke worship in us. Show me a worshiper, clean worshiper, pure worshiper. I will show you a grateful heart. And worship is beyond songs. Worship is an embodiment of your service. Your total yielding to God. When God does something for you, he needs your worship more than your songs. Write it down. He needs your worship more than. When he got there, he bowed down flat. He talks about total yieldless to God. The goodness of God must provoke us unto total worship. The goodness of God must provoke a man to total worship. When you get God's blessing and you backslide, is an insult to God. Are you here? This message will bless you for the rest of your life. Yeah. Grateful people worship God. Ungrateful people feed their desires on what they have been able to achieve more than what God did for them. Yeah. Hallelujah. God will always respond to our posture after he has done something for us. He'll be watching out of 10 people, only one came to thank him. That means out of 10 people, only one person is grateful. So if we are 200 here, eh, only 20 people are known before God to be grateful. May you be part of the 20. I said, may you be part of the 20. I said, may you be part of the 20. In the name of Jesus. God knows what exactly he has done for you, my brother. He knows. The same alcohol you went to drink, it killed your friend. He saved you. The same girl you slept with, your friend slept with her. 
and he has HIV. God knows. The place you, you can't clap. knows he saved you. He deserves your thanksgiving. God expects thanksgiving from you when he helps you. I'm saying all these things because tomorrow we'll come, next week we'll come and worship and praise God. This message must have an impact on your posture when we begin to worship and praise God. It's not good to worship God in your hands and in your pocket. I'm intentionally dragging the message so that you change your posture in praise and worship. Your hands are in your pocket. You are standing somewhere. You never flow. No. God has done too much for us. Too much. Sometimes you are driving. You, you, you just know that you are, you are supposed to have an accident. But somewhere, somehow your car balances. It's not your skill. An angel lifted the car and put you at the right place. You wake up, the truck truck driver, do you, do you know what he drank that morning before driving? They like drinking Akbet. So you go and sit down, you are so confident, you'll be on phone, you are even WhatsApping, you never watch the road because you are trust in the truck truck driver. It's God that takes us in and brings us back. The last thing I want to say is that Thanksgiving is an act of faith. Jesus told him, get up, go, your faith. It was not because he prayed. It was his thanksgiving. Prayer is an act of faith. So, it's thanksgiving. So, if you want to pray for 40 minutes, thank God also for 40 minutes. Yeah. And in thanksgiving, you don't engage the enemy in the combat one-on-one. -on -one. In prayer, you engage the enemy one-on-one. -on -one. In thanksgiving, you push God against the enemy. Yeah. So, in thanksgiving, in praises, in, grat in gratitude, God comes between you and the enemy because he inhabits. Immediately, you start praising. God will be looking and he'll come. Boom. Mighty warrior, you woman of fans. Great in battle. Then he's going. Jehovah is your name. My, they are pointing to him. He's doing, he's doing like this. Great in. Then he will show you that the song you are singing is a worthy saying in Israel that he's a faithful God. I pray for you today that your heart will be full of praise and worship and gratitude and appreciation unto God your Father. Rise up on your feet and give the Lord a shout of praise. Yeah. It's your Jehovah is your name. Jehovah is your name. Jehovah, Jehovah is your name. Jehovah is your name. Jehovah.
about four years ago, we came for teaching service somewhere in August. And the head of a dog and skin, they've taken the skin and the hair from the dog and they put at the entrance of the church. When I saw it, I told God, thank you, God. I asked them to pick the thing for me in the rubber. And I put it in the presence of the Lord. Worshiping. Worshiping. In the midst of the worship, I've never told this to anybody. I saw two young men who were sent by a pastor. And in the vision, all of a sudden, I saw them crossing the road. And articulator tore them into pieces. And God said, I've killed them because you worship me. Look, when you... Don't clap, wait. When you are in danger, the first gear you are to press is worship and thanksgiving. Yeah. Don't enter. You fail. You enter into his gates with thanksgiving. What gate did you enter with prayer? It is only the gate of the house of God if you entered with thanksgiving. You don't enter a palace crying. You enter the palace with appellations. Or see a dear young. You see that then, then the king will say, um, who is, who, check who is there. You need to attain divine attention. It's by your praise and worship. I want you to pray that God, every ingratitude spirit in my heart, Lord take it away and help me to become a worshiper. Pray in two minutes as we prepare to take the communion. about to take the communion I want you to close your eyes and pray if you are here you've not given your life all eyes closed you are here you've not given your life to the Lord Jesus as your personal savior I, I, I watched a documentary where I saw I would say he had an encounter with Jesus in prison and four angels and the Lord called him and he became a Christian God is still saving people you are here, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. I want to lead you to him. Amen. Lift up your right hand if you want to give him your life today. You want to say, Jesus, I see one person. God bless you. I see one person. Let's say this prayer together. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for today. I pray and I ask that Lord, you forgive me of my sins. I admit I am a sinner. Have mercy upon me and cleanse me from all my sins. Write my name. Write my name in the book of life so that when you come for the second time, I will make it into heaven. Father, 
help me to live a holy life, a sanctified life to your glory. Satan, I no longer belong to you. I am for the Lord today, now, and forevermore. For whether I live, whether I die, I live and I die unto the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering.